on today's show. What's the latest with Luka Doncic's injury? What can we expect with him out? And do the Mavericks have a Luka problem or is it just a roster problem? We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day and every post game, even when Kyrie posts first before us. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube, but the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know. Do you think the Mavericks have a Luka problem or a roster problem? We may hmm. have to we may have to explain that one to you a little bit, so probably st- stick with us. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the injury instigator, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I realized I just talked during the intro. Somebody wrote us the other day and said, Isaac, you ruined the intro because you talked. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry for, t- for talking. Uh, and that, you know, I texted somebody today and I said, Lucas hurt. Kyrie's on Twitch. Things are going great over here. And uh, <laughs> But but no, it's uh, we at least got a good injury update and uh yeah we good i got you gotta love when when listeners respond and you know (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be your favorite oh my favorite new drop (laughs) from the warriors grizzlies game tonight when draymond and uh (laughs) dylan brooks got into it but on today's show we'll talk about luke luka Doncic. He got, we got an update on his injury, and so we have a little bit more idea of what to expect over the next coming weeks here, uh, sort of. And then we will talk about a big question that I have personally is, do the Mavericks have a Luka problem or a roster problem? I have this take I've been workshopping, and, and I need to workshop with Isaac a little bit more, but I'm not sure I'm fully bought into it. So stick with us on that. Um, Luka Doncic, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, got an MRI on his thigh, and it's clean. That's positive. We'll take that. We'll t- any anytime it's clean, you know, comes back the it's negative. You know, that's great. Expected to return as soon as discomfort allows him. Sources tell ESPN. So, I would think that overall this is a positive because there's no timetable on it really, and it's just probably pain management, which is probably the reason why he was playing in this game. Yeah, I mean, clearly he, you know, something's been up with him over the past few games and just to see him limping around out there, um, you know, to begin that Pelicans game, um, you know, then he was out and just like you did. And, and his like reaction after the game, that was, uh, kind of worrisome. Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, a lot or a lot of times he just kind of downplays it, but, uh, he didn't really downplay it that much after the game, but yeah, super awesome news that you would just, you know, you, you wish that the Mavericks are in a better spot in the standings that you could say, Hey, we, or Memphis, or we're Sacramento, and it's like, you know, you can just take off, you know, a few weeks here, uh, get fully healthy. But, you know, if Luca takes off, you know, or I shouldn't say takes off, if Luca has to like miss, you know, two weeks or something like that, then, you know, they really can't afford to drop into standings. 
Yeah, and that's the reason why he was playing in that Pelicans game. You know, I, I talked about it after the game. I said, well, why if he was dealing with this, why was he playing in the game? Well, the answer is they need these games. <laughs> they they he has to play in these games because they need to. There, it's everything is so stacked up in the in the West right now. Um, you like the Mavericks are now in eighth right now <laughs> after after the games tonight, and so and they're what a game and a half out of out of the play-in <laughs> like out of the play-in not even just to stay in it so the Mavericks are it's really all tight right there and uh they need every game that they can get and so if Luca could play if it's just pain management then you know he, he then they decided that he was going to play uh obviously the injury has now got a little bit worse so I expect him to be out a week and then try to to evaluate it that's what he said after the game and so I, I'm I'm going to kind of take a cue from him and see uh, what happens, which means that Luca would miss the next two Grizzlies games, which John Morant is going to miss those two games as well for the group. And Steven Adams. And Steven Adams and Brandon Clark. Like They've got issues over there. Mavericks have issues. They have issues. But one of them is is on the road. One of them is at home. And then uh, they play the Spurs next Wednesday, the 15th. And I expect Luca to probably miss that game as well. Mavericks sh- Even- should be able to win that, that game without Luca, but that's the next stretch of games that the Mavericks are probably going to be without Luca. Is my guess. Yeah, and you know, reminder: Memphis just beat Golden State. You know, even yeah. with their, even without their guys, they're going to be locked and loaded. Hold and on, it, it's, a- it's Golden State on the road though. So Golden State on the road is that's a very true. different team than at home. Um, they'll still be locked and loaded. They'll have a shot. They'll be lasered in on the Mavs, and you know they'll be watching them in the standings there, but. Um, they need that, you know, that Mavs need that, you know, need at least one of those games, you know, do at least get one of those games, but the San Antonio game don't care. Like, well, I mean, I do care, but they should beat that team without Luca pretty easy. Let's talk about what this team will look like without, without Luca, because I, I think that it could be a little interesting. I, I expect them to one push the tempo. I expect them to play, play with some pace. Um, I think this is a probably a prime opportunity to get Josh Green some more confidence and to try and get him some more shots. Like it's it's just so different the Josh Green that we saw in these last couple of games and the Josh Green we saw right after the trade where he was driving and finishing floaters and taking pull up jumpers and like we just haven't seen that Josh Green. He's either lost his confidence because he lost some minutes or hitting a slump or it could be either of them. He's a young player and that stuff happens. But what do you think about those two things with the Mavericks over these next couple of games, possibly without Luca? Well, you know, it starts with Kyrie and, you know, I've been, I was thinking the other day, I was like, is this the, you know, obviously this isn't a shot towards the Mavs here, but like, is this going to be like the worst like roster outside of Luka that Kyrie's having to like carry? Oh no. Oh no. You do not remember the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron was gone. Since (laughs) that's what I was going for since (laughs) uh, those Cleveland days. Cause I was thinking about, I was like, you know, even if, Kevin Durant was out. You know, he had Harden there for a little bit. Uh, even in Boston, if, you know, Tatum was out, Jalen Brown was there and some other guys. And it's like, all right. Like, cause I was thinking at the, you know, I'm like, man, if Luca's out for, you know, a stretch here, we don't know how long it's going to be. Um, when was the last time like Kyrie's carried a team like this and saying, all right, I got this. I, I got to carry the team. The Nets without KD this season, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's the last ben time. Ben Simmons, you know, he's yeah. <laughs> um but no, I mean, yeah, it, it starts with Kyrie. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about Josh in the, you know, next few segments, but you know, he's been in a slump. You got to you got to figure out, 
you know, once they made the Kyrie trade and Dorian had to be in that trade, the natural thing that, I mean, we were saying that the day they made the trade, they're like, Hey, you know, we were joking. It's like, Nico's going to say, and Mark or somebody's going to be like, it's, it's Josh Green's time. You know, it's ready for him to step up into the Dorian role and, and all that. And it was like clockwork. You know, they were saying the same thing like, Hey, Josh, you know, he's ready for this moment, all this stuff. And he's kind of been on a slump and, yeah. you know, over the past, you know, a little bit here. So uh, he's got to figure some things out, you know, or else it's really going to make him, you know, think long and hard about, you know, Justin Holiday minutes of saying, well, at least Justin Holiday is going to stand out there and rain threes from the corner. But they, the best version of this team is Josh Green continuing to evolve into that two way guy that can bring a ton of energy and, and start alongside Kyrie and Luca. And we've talked about this year. He's been better as a player next to one ball handler instead of the third guy next to two ball handlers because he can add that little bit of extra stuff, which is one of the reasons why we were kind of okay with, with him being brought off the bench. Now his minutes still needed to be, you know, higher than they were when, when kids started bringing him off the bench, but he he's good in that role. Cause he does give you a little bit more ball handling, a little bit more ball movement and passing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, do you want to hear Kyrie's the roster in Cleveland, his rookie year? I was about to ask you. <laughs> 19-year-old Kyrie Irving played 51 games that year. 35-year-old Antoine Jameson scoring 17 hey, points. Scoring 17 points a game. 36-year-old Anthony Parker started all Ooh. 51 games that he played uh, for that team. Uh Omri Caspi started 35 wow. games. That's the it's that's the num- that's the number four player that started the fourth most games for that Cavs team. Alonzo G started 31 games. Uh 25-year-old Anderson Varishow. 20-year-old young Tristan Thompson started 25 games for that team. Pre-Kardashian. And, and uh, yeah, so that that's, that's probably the worst roster that Kyrie's had. Uh, that's 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 brutal. Uh, even that next year, I guess they got Dion Waiters. and But, yeah, the roster's still kind of the same. So, coming up, we, I got a question. Do the Mavericks have a Luka problem or a roster problem? I'll explain what I mean by that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about BetterHelp. Everybody has things in their life that you just need to talk about. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and this show is brought to you by BetterHelp because they can help you. They can provide the uh, they can provide the, the help that you need. They can provide someone to talk to you. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing. We're always changing. The person, I was just talking to my wife about this tonight. The person that I was at, at 22 years old is different than the person I am at 30 years old. Like, I, I'm just a completely different person in, in a lot of ways, and I have different problems and different things that I need to talk out. We're, we're constantly being like thrown new things at us and smartphones, and all of a sudden we know everything that's happening all over the world instantly. This is something that you, <laughs> that people need to talk about, and so I think everybody could could benefit from this. Uh, go ahead and go to uh, BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month to talk to somebody. There's all kinds of great things with with it, it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a, a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist that'll work for you that has dealt with the things that you want to talk about. So that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks and if they have a Luka problem or a roster problem. Now... I started to workshop this because I think part of it is true. I think the Dallas Mavericks, to an extent, do have a Luka problem in the sense that a lot of teams have a star problem when their star player gets to be about this age, right? Think about uh, K- 
kind of LeBron, Harden definitely, Westbrook. Think about some of these these stars we've seen that at a certain age are just like, okay, like the stars getting a little unhappy or they're at a point they're hitting a wall in their career where some of their flaws are just being exposed because they're on such a they're on, on a higher stage. They're being held to a higher higher uh, level of scrutiny and all that. Luka Doncic is dealing with an injury, wants to play, he plays. Nobody tells him not to. Not sure if that's only on him or on the team as well, but that's a thing. Luka Doncic wants to pound the pound the rock, go go score, go do his thing. Uh, the offense has not changed. The coach has not changed anything. Not sure if that's 100% on Luka or 100% on the coaches. These are 100% on Luka. His physical shape at this point in his career uh, it has not gotten better. He, I don't think his physicality has gotten better or his you know conditioning has gotten better at this point in his career. His complaining to the refs and whining has reached an all-time high this season. And there's a lot of people complaining about the refs. I mean, you ask Fred Van Vliet, and he's got some a few. Cho- that was incredible. He's got a few choice words in his back pocket, especially about- for Ben Taylor too. Like <laughs> I'm all here for the Ben Taylor slander. Uh, Luca was sitting at home going, "That's right. That's exactly right." Like, <laughs> he's now he's like texting Nico saying, "Hey, is Fred a free agent?" Um, he is actually. <laughs> he's, he's going to be a free agent. And so the, the complaining to the refs has reached an all time high. Jason Kidd. Calls him out in the media in front of all of us. And the next game, Luca gets another technical. So he gets called out or, you know, people in his life have, have talked to him about this and nothing changes. So can the Mavericks talk to Luca? Is there somebody in, in his life or in the Mavericks that can speak to Luca, get him to change, coach him, all that? I think he's a coachable player, but we're getting to a point where some of these things are becoming such big issues that they're hurting the Mavericks overall. I mean, his effort level at times has been really bad this season and they need some of that to, to be fixed to, if they want to take the next step. Dude, you must have Luca fans in shambles <laughs> in the comments right now on YouTube. But, but then I look at this problem and I say, okay, there's all these problems that I just mentioned. And a lot of them are with Luca. There's so much is being asked of Luca this season. And this is why I asked the question, do they have a Luca problem or a roster problem? If the Mavericks had a slightly better roster, just two more rotation players, honestly. That's all they need. They traded two away. They, they could just get two more back and have two more rotation players with Luka and Kyrie. They would win more games, and we would be talking about how this team plays instead of why this team plays bad. Like It would just be a completely different conversation that we're talking about because they would be winning a little bit more if their roster was just a little bit better. Luka has to do so much. He's asked to do all these things because... They're covering up for the roster. Kyrie, same thing. His offense has to be almost perfect for the Mavericks to get wins now because they're overcoming so much on the other end. Isaac Harris, I ask you the question, do the Mavericks have a Luka problem from all the things I mentioned before, or do they have a roster problem because of the state of the roster right now and Luka and Kyrie also having to cover up all that stuff? I, do I, I have to pick one or can I say I both? heed the floor. <laughs> do I have to pick one? You can be your own person. Oh, they're talking. Uh, if I have to pick one, I'll, I'll pick the roster problem. I think that's the bigger problem. I think that's the bigger issue. Um, and I think Luca, you know, Luca obviously knows that too. I mean, you know, Tim McMahon, you know, put that in a story, you know, back when reporting on the Kyrie story, you know, a few weeks ago, Luca pushed him to make that trade. Like Luca wanted another star in here really bad. Yep. And, you know, that was kind of the first, you know, I know, you know, Mark tried to deny that afterwards and, and all this stuff, because it was kind of the first time that we've seen like Luca really proactively, at least being, you know, 
fully reported on that. Hey, Luca's like pushing for this team to like, there, there's no off years. He's at this pressuring point. them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we, I, I want to be in the mix here. Um, I think it's also to think, think of, look at all he's accomplished in his career at the age that he is. Right. You know, he just had a birthday the other day and you start looking at all this stuff that he's accomplished at, you know, just this young age. And if like, dude, from the all NBA first teams, I mean, that's just ridiculous. How many he already has in his belt. Like the, the dude can legitimately, I mean, how many guys in NBA history can you say at the age of 24 could retire and they would be in the hall of fame? There's not, I mean, I don't even know how many people you could say that with, but like, Mag- would Magic the- Johnson had won a couple titles by then. <laughs> yeah, because you, 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 obviously with Luca, you, you tie in his, you know, international play too. Right. Um, you know, it's like, but still, I mean, looking at his NBA resume and all that stuff. So in a way, you kind of don't blame him for setting back and saying, dude, I've already made it to a conference finals. I'm in MVP convo every year. I'm, I was, I'm dang near leading the league in scoring. So it's like, you kind of see all that. Cause I, I try to look bigger picture of Luca's career sometimes. And I, I, I ask myself, I'm like, man, what, what is he going to go down as? Is he going to go down? Cause he's already a hall of famer. Okay. So like, what is, is he going to go down as, you know, is he going to go down as a, what if of, you know, that y- you ask yourself years down the road, 15 years down the road or 10 years down the road, because he pulls up Barry Sanders and retires early. And it's like, Dude, I've had fun. I made a lot of money. I'm going back on to play with Real Madrid, and I'm gonna just gonna do my thing over there. And that we sit there and say, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, even like the LeBron, you know, you know, thing when LeBron passed Kareem, and you know, Luca was asked about it, and Luca's like, "I'm not gonna pass. I'm not gonna play that long. (laughs) I'm not gonna play that long." You know, like so you you have to. I kind of ask that you know you put all of these things together of the JJ Barea interview with you know JJ Redick. It's like, man, at some point he's gonna take it serious. He's just so young and all this. He's so naturally gifted. And if you've ever, uh, if somebody's listened to this and it's like, you have something in your life that you're naturally gifted at. And from a young age that you've just, I mean, you've put in time on it, but it's just something like, man, I've just been really good at that. It's kind of, it's kind of easy to neglect it at the same time too, because you are so naturally gifted at it to recognize that there's still another level that you can go at. If you want to be one of the best at that natural gift. And I think that's the spot that Luca has got to be asking himself at some point of, hey, do I do I want to be in the in the GOAT conversation when this is all done? Like not the all time ranks, but like, do I want to walk away from this with multiple rings and all this stuff? Then it's going to take a, a shift in diet. It's going to take a shift in maturity with refereeing and all that stuff. It's going to take probably a shift with your defensive intensity and some of that stuff. And so some of that stuff's going to shift, you know, if he wants to reach that level. But at the same time, he's looking at saying, dude, I'm like my midway tier, if we want to say that, or my, you know, my 80% of what I could be is higher than almost everybody in the league. So I'm saying all that because I don't think that's the biggest issue. I just, the biggest issue is the roster. And the biggest issue is, is the team around him? Do they know the type of team around him that can win multiple titles? We agree that there you go. That all, the pod, we, so. <laughs> there you go. Oh, they're talking. They're discussing the pod. I feel like I just, I feel like I just said a lot of words that meant absolutely nothing. 
or I just talked in a circle, or it actually made sense. I have no clue. I think you talked in a circle, but made your point at the beginning and then came back to your point at the end. So I think it, I think it worked. Because they're both problems. They are. It's, right. just, so, it's just a matter of which one is bigger. And I wanted to defend, because the Luca thing is a problem, but right. I, I don't think it's as big as the other one. Coming up, let's talk about why the roster is such a problem and why it's holding the Mavericks back as bad as it is. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about... FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is the uh, betting partner for the Locked On Podcast Network, and it's the number one sportsbook in America. You can go and bet on some teams right now. You can go check and see what's available for you. The no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So if you wanted to try it, this is your time to do it. Go to FanDuel.com slash Locked On. See what's available for you. Uh, let's check out sixth man of the year. Malcolm Brogdon plus 110. Emmanuel quickly. Emmanuel quickly minus one forty. So they have them in the wrong order, but the Emmanuel quickly is the favorite here. Norman Powell plus three, uh, thirty six hundred. Bobby Portis plus five thousand. Malik Monk, Christian Wood. You can get odds on Christian Wood right now plus twenty four thousand. You put down a hundred bucks. Ten Christian, sacks, like tell me which one. You put down a hundred bucks. Christian Wood somehow wins six man of the year. You win twenty four thousand dollars. That would be an insane bet at this point. Uh, but he is listed on there. So you can go check that out at FanDuel. Again, go to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets uh, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, we're asking a big question. Did the Mavericks have a Luka problem or a roster problem? We do agree that both of these things are problems, that there are issues with, with Luka this season. But I think one of the reasons why some of these issues with Luka have been so uh, expanded, so scrutinized so looked upon so enlarged so magnified is that i just want stephen a smith there i just just think a bunch of adjectives in a row uh because this roster is 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 so bad around luca right now um and they're dealing with so many just specific holes around it like with a team that has luca Doncic on it um let's start with can, can i say this real quick too the one more thing next time don't wait till it's three seconds left to talk (laughs) <laughs> the best players in the league get held to a higher standard because yeah. I feel like some people are, it never fails. Anytime we talk about Luca in this light, there's somebody that's going to comment and be like, well, Tim can't play defense. Why don't you talk about that? And it's like, that's right. We're just talking about the Luca angle of this because you look at all the stars across the league. They've all been held to a higher standard and all been criticized to a degree. Giannis, can you make free throws? And like, you know what it took? Giannis making a ton of free throws in the freaking finals to shut some people up. Jokic, can he play defense? Can, you know, just go across the league? I mean, Steph Curry, is he big enough? Can he play defense? Can he do all stuff as they started to enter into that like prime of their career? Like you could go with a bunch of these stars that they're going to, you're going to take criticism. There's still, there's areas that's going to hold you back that you got to improve on. If you want to be at that level and win titles, uh, Kevin Durant has still not gotten over the criticism that he has taken for being a, a bus driver or whatever. The, the, he had a comment the other day about the inside the NBA guys that were saying, well, he, if I go win a, a title with Scoot Henderson, then they'll finally be happy. Like that's what it would have to take for me. Uh, Giannis, there was what? a real take at one point before Giannis won the title that, Oh, Giannis is a Scotty Pippen. Right, like that. Chris these Middleton's are the, their best player. Yeah, these are the things that we're we're talking about at this point. And Luca is now getting that criticism because he's hitting the age where there starts to become expectations. It's no longer. This is why, at the end of that run last year, you and I looked at each other and we. I think we said this on the podcast that, man, 
that was super fun, but now here comes the expectations. And next season's yeah. going to be so much harder because they're going to be expected to win and not just the plucky underdog that, like, is this fun team that, you know, is rising up and, you know, and like they weren't favored over the uh, over the Suns, over the Warriors. And so it was like, oh, we're just happy to be here and happy that we won that Sun series. And now here we are. And now this team has expectations. And so it's different. And, and you're and held to a higher level. And if Denver wins the title this year. Yeah. Jokic is not going to be getting targeted every single time in a pick a roll and just getting obliterated every time. I th- if they win the title, yeah. you're going to be able to look at it and say, man, he got better over the past few years in isolation defense, and he was able to hold his own. He's still going to get beat at times, but he was able to hold his own defensively. And you can, and just like the Giannis and free throws and how he he shut people up hitting free throws and stuff in the finals, you could look back at some of these stars and how they got better and how they, even the small areas improvements of all the greatness they have, that you can still look back and look in these areas of improvement that they made for them to reach, go you know, cross over into the, the title world. But the bigger problem in this is, the roster, like we said, we had a uh, we had to take. I was looking at some of my old videos today. We had to take January 2021. Luka Doncic has become a good defender in 2021. January 2021, we had that take. That was before the, sec- the second Clipper series. And I'm saying, I'm saying this. I'm bringing this up because we've seen Luka be a better defender. We've seen Luka be a fine defender, hold his own on defense, have good hands, be nowhere to be, be a big body that guys just can't push around. Like and, and not just fall asleep at the wheel on defense. It's one of the reasons why it's standing out so much this year because we have seen him play some solid defense in the past. Isolation defense, he can play well. Yeah. Like I, it's the getting beat back, you know, back door. It's the closing out. It's the angles on stuff. It's the help defense. It's all that stuff yeah. that he's got to have more effort on. But when he locks in isolation wise, he it's not that he's not that bad of a defender. Yeah. But anyway. one of the reasons why it stands out so bad is because this Mavericks team does have a roster problem, right? We, we've talked about the defense. We've talked about, you know, one of the reasons why this some people have asked me, like, okay, why does this Mavericks team, the defense is so much worse than last year when the personnel really hasn't changed that much? Well, when you look mm-hmm. when you look at the personnel, it, it has changed. It's not just Dorian leaving, which was a big hit. Uh, but this Mavericks team went from 110 offensive rating to our defensive rating last year, which was eight in the NBA, to 116th and 23rd in the NBA. And it's it's been worse over the last couple of weeks here. So they lose Dorian, obviously. Maxi has been out for a long time. Remember, Josh Green had an injury. He's had a couple injuries this year that he's dealt with, and he's been out. Uh, Reggie Bullock, I think, has taken a, has taken a step back this season. Two, two guys that are not great defenders that are, have basically been put in the rotation is Tim Hardaway and Christian Wood. You know, Tim missed a lot of the season last year, so that's what it comes down to: is that you 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 change out you change out. Uh, Dorian and Maxi for Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. And your defense is going to be demonstrably worse, right? Like that, that's the big change because, uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why the Mavericks are struggling. And you tried to get JaVale McGee, which was a big weakness before, even when the defense was top 10, that was a big weakness of this team. Tried to JaVale McGee hasn't worked, isn't going to work. And then now, now you have a, a bigger hole than you did before because of the Maxi injury and all that. I thought you were going to keep going. No. Sorry. Okay, so one one of the things I want to bring up about the roster thing was for the longest time on this podcast, you've been listening to this uh, show, then you, you're you like, 
Oh, wow. Yes. Y'all have said this a million times. Was we were back we were at media believers. day. Jalen Brunson told us. So we talked to Brunson last media day. And oh, they're talking. Um, they're discussing the podcast. <laughs> but we, we, we used to say, how many times did we have we said on this podcast, man, we're a believer in the role players. They just need a number two. Yep. Like it's just the top end. They need a number two behind Luca. And we're like Dorian, you know, Brunson and Maxi and these guys are like they're they're great role players. They just need a number two. Well, guess what's happened? They got a great number two now. And now we're looking at the role players, you know, three through seven saying, all right, well, what's going on? Like, what, <laughs> can, can we can we have the best of both worlds? Is that possible? No. And you start, you just start looking across the, the league at other. I know Kyrie doesn't like to use this you know word because he told me was the duo word. And it's great. Start looking- it's great, dude. Dude, it's great. It's great. It's great, broski. Bro, name it. It's great. It's great. It's great, bro. It's great. It's great. It's what? great. This life's great, bro. I have no complaints. I don't. <laughs> I waited till 28 minutes in the podcast to bring that one out. <laughs> that was, I was from, so unprepared for that. That was from Kyrie's Twitch stream today. He had, <laughs> he had some good ones in there. And he's just, and Kyrie's Twitch stream, he was, just, he's, Mostly just complaining about the way the world works. There wasn't really anything Mavs related in it. So, um, you look at some other duos across the league, and it's like you look at some of their role players, and they've just hit on some of those. And we yeah. went through a lot, of, you know, a lot of stuff with the role players for the Mavs right now. But you know, from Josh's slump to Maxi's health, and you know, girl across the board. But it's like you look at like Boston, and you look at some of the guys they have around, you know, Tatum and. And Jalen Brown, um, you look around, you just look at other duos, even, even even like the Clippers, and you're like, all right, you start looking at some of these vets they have around them and how they fit and stuff. And the Clippers, you know, the Clippers and Celtics are sitting guys. The Mavericks would start right now. Robert Covington, Grant Williams have sat DNP CDs, and the Mavericks would start them probably. Yeah, and like Phoenix, you know, Phoenix is a little harder because you know whatever. But I just made a two for one trade as well. Lost lost Jay Crowder and all that. Yeah, so it, it's just some of the. It's like they're collectively, you know, it's like health, Josh Green slump, Reggie Bullock, and you know another year older, but also, you know, he did play forty five minutes for a whole playoff stretch. Too. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> you know, last year, um, I, you I, know, you look at depth stuff. Dwight Powell is still starting <laughs> as the center, and uh, the great. year of our it's Lord. Great, dude. <laughs> uh. But I stay yeah. I stand by our comments for, for years that the role players were good and that the Mavericks, you know, just needed a number two. The problem is you lose Brunson for nothing. Huge, like huge catastrophic loss. It's becoming a bigger loss to their chemistry and their overall like the vibes than than we ever thought. Because you look at the difference between the, the Knicks this year and the Mavericks this year. Uh, you lose Dorian. That's like a 40-minute-per-game role player that you're losing now. That's a huge loss, too. And Dinwiddie. You, know, you go from Dinwiddie to Kyrie, and that's that's a big upgrade for the Mavericks. But you lose those well, two other role players for, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, and Maxie's been injured. And so then, like, you're you're just way down now. And like, then, then well, the role well, players don't look as good. What's wild, though, is you didn't really go from Dinwiddie to Kyrie. You went from Dinwiddie and Brunson to Kyrie because you yeah, didn't get anything right, from Brunson. Right. So imagine... Do this. Imagine this team with Dinwiddie coming off the bench and Dorian still on the team and Maxi healthy. I, I honestly think because, because that that's the team who made the playoff run basically, and Kyrie's in you know in the starting in that Brunson spot, and it's like like that we'd be really impressed right now. But I honestly think if they had just 
run it back from last year. If for some reason Jalen Brunson changes his mind and wants to stay, I think, or if the Mavericks had signed him to the extension before, I think by the time the season ended, he was ready to go. But you know, no one will ever agree on that ever. Not even Rick Brunson. If they had just run the team back from last year, maybe add Christian Wood, maybe you don't. That team is number two in the West right now. I think that that team, because they knew what they were, Brunson would take the step forward. He was he was already taking continuity, baby. Continuity. The, they knew the defense. Like Jason Kidd wouldn't be looked at as bad because he had defensive players that he could use. That's one of the big things. The Christian Wood trade still happens. That's what I said. You you could do it or you couldn't. Maybe you add Christian Wood as like some extra offensive punch that they did. That team did need. And I think that team would be number two in the West right now. And we'd be looking at, okay, who, who are we playing? Who's coming out of that play? And are we, are we going against the Lakers? Is it going to be Timberwolves? Like who knows? And because the West, the West has just been so bad this year. I mean, it's going to, yeah, not the end of pot on the bad note, but the, you know, <laughs> what it. if Brunson signed the extension? Um, Cause that that's the biggest, what if for me, it's not the off season, them going no, to a number by, and by all then that it stuff. Was it's the, what if they offered Brunson, you know, an extension that that's going to be one of the biggest, what if, we've done, what ifs every off season. And that might be a podcast for a lot of you no, guys. I don't, to, think, uh, I don't think we'll do it this year. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Uh, because uh, at this point, you know, the state of the Mavericks, it's great. It's great, dude, dude. It's great. It's great. It's great. Broski bro. Name it. It's great. It's great. It's but, great, bro. It's great. It's great. It's great. This- one more thing. Oh, next time. Don't wait till it's three seconds left to talk. Let's end it on a positive note, though. Okay. Here's a chance for Kyrie and some of these role players to really get on a, on a good role. You know, if Luka misses a few games, you go out. I mean, we're sitting here halfway joking about, oh, the state of the Mavericks and all this stuff. Dude, they beat Philly, and we're like, this is awesome. I know. You know almost, like, almost beat the Suns. Luka like, had a bad could, game. They could go out over this next stretch of games and win, you know, three other next four and fans are getting hyped. We're looking at, you know, Kyrie, you know, even more chemistry with the guys. They're playing super fast paced. You know, they're, you know, having, you know, the defense, maybe it's getting a little better. Like there's some stuff that I'm trying. <laughs> the but, defense getting better. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm just saying like, this could be an opportunity that, you know, Luca gets some rest and Kyrie and the guys build some chemistry. They get to play their fast pace and get Josh Green out of a slump and kind of shake some things up a little bit. So, yeah, absolutely. And after that and one dunk the other night, we may see a little bit more. Party, let's go party. We may see more of Jaden Hardy, which I think they should because they don't have any other ball handlers outside of him and outside of Kyrie and a little bit of Josh Green. So uh, we will be hanging out with you for the rest of the uh, of the season, five days a week, every single post game, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom.